When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. (laughs) I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom. Basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. See with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole what story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Who is it? O-M-G. Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday means celeb sightings with Dumois. I, just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. More. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I'm the voice of Demois. If you've been tuning in, you know by now I'm using a voice distorter. I'll be using this voice from now on. And of course, this will not change the fact that I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about the upcoming Harry Styles concert, a blind item about a cheating actor-comedian, a cheating reality star, and an exclusive announcement about a beloved Bridgerton star. We also discuss nepotism babies and dish more on Britney Spears and Timothy Chalamet. We're discussing all of this and more with actress, podcast host, author, and former professional dancer, Kelty Knight. You may know her as one of the hosts of the wildly popular podcast, Lady Gang. Kelty is also an industry veteran and has brushed shoulders with many celebrities, including Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. She's absolutely amazing. So let's get started. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Do You. Today, I am joined by someone who actually, I think, and we didn't just discuss this, but it just popped in my mind. Was there a blind item written about you and then submitted? I mean, I thought that's why you invited me on. (laughs) I just remembered. I don't know if you ever got confirmation due, but there was a blind item about an annoying podcaster whose husband (laughs) is in the music business and everyone thought it was Jackie Schimmel and she was really excited about it. And then someone wrote in after Jackie took the like, was like, it's me. Um, She took the bait. And then someone wrote in, it's not Jackie, more annoying or whatever. And then people thought (laughs) it was me. That's so savage. I was honored. um, And I was honored and I wanted a trophy. Oh, my God. Okay, so everyone, you guys, if you haven't figured out who my guest is, it is Kelty Knight television personality, actress, annoying podcast podcaster, host, <laughs> annoying podcast host of Lady Gang, author, and my favorite, former professional dancer, which I did not know. Yes. And it says here that you danced on tour with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I did the VMAs with Taylor um, during, it was the Kanye year, actually. So um, I, I can't, remember if I signed an NDA, but she's lovely. And I just remember that I was blonde at the time and they made me wear a hat. So she was the only blonde person in the like scene, which is very normal of celebrities. Like, you know, Olivia Pope used to be like the brightest, the costume designer made her the brightest thing in every scene. It's very normal. But anyway, I had to wear a gray hat and I still have the hat. Wow. That is so wild. So she was great to work with because a lot of my audience are huge Swifties. So Uh, she's was lovely. And you know, what's cool is that um, then I started and her mom was like so lovely and gave me a fearless pick after the show (laughs) and I still have that too. Um, But after that, then I got to like kind of switch gears. And uh, for the last 10 years, I had been at the Insider and Entertainment Tonight. And when, when, back when she was still doing interviews, I, I got to sit down with her a bunch of times and we had such a fun, I think, rapport that for some reason she added me to the PR list. So when she puts out a new record, I got the cardigan, I got the red scarf, I got the red ring. Like I get one of those like I'm Blake Lively kits. I'm sure it's someone on our team that was like, we should put Kelty on the thing. Like I can't imagine a world which Taylor's like, Hey, that girl, but you know what? Either way, comes to my house from Taylor Nation and I am a happy camper. Wow. That's major. So you have the ring, the Kathy Waterman ring? Yeah. Well, wow. Is it the re- is there there it can I don't know, it came in a little box and it's is it real? I don't know. I don't think it can't be real diamonds, right? Anyway, it's beautiful. Live my life. It might be. It might be real. There's it no looks way. real. It looks real, but I don't there's no way. I think it's the <laughs> one that she like sells on her website. Oh, okay, okay. But it's designed by Kathy Waterman who is a who is an amazing yeah. jewelry designer. Right, right, right. Right, right. Okay. Well, I mean, you have been around so many celebrities. Can yes. you just rattle off your favorite for and and for no specific reason just you know oh sure. you don't have to get into specifics just who, who warms your heart jennifer lopez warms my heart because she plays the game she you will wait five or six hours for her sometimes but when she arrives she's dressed amazing she's always game she knows how to to interview and love on the press. So like when she shows up at the Golden Globes, she is ready to have fun and tell you stories and tell you about her outfit. And like, she just doesn't take herself too seriously. But at the same time, she's such a workaholic that she continually has new, amazing, exciting projects coming out. So for me, that's like a dream celeb um, because she's just so interesting in every aspect of her life and such a professional. Um, I know there's so the other person I was thinking of was Kim Kardashian, because I know that viral variety video went out a couple weeks ago where she's like, you just need to work. And like, listen, I I don't think that she can possibly have a handle on like her own privilege. You know what I mean? I think it's really difficult, especially when you grow up privileged to be able to like really see it for what it is. But I will say in her defense, um, that I have probably had 
40 plus interviews times things that we've done together over the years. And she is the only celebrity on the planet that is ever perfectly on time. She is on time to a nose where Kim is like, I will be there at 10 a.m. to do this interview at 9.59. The whole little crew walks in and they're putting her gloss on. And at 10, she's ready to go. And that is so rare. So, you know, I mean, it, it obviously came off and went viral in a weird way, but I do think like she has a work ethic and a professionalism that she would not be where she is if she was like someone who was late or treated people poorly or anyway. Those are my two cents on two favorite celebs. Wow. Well, I have to say I'm really happy that J-Lo is one of them because I'm a huge J-Lo fan and I have received some really disappointing DMs in my two years time of running my Mm. Instagram account about her. Just that, you know, and I, I think you kind of said it, she's a workaholic. So I think that maybe sometimes that comes off the wrong way, but you know, they were disappointing to a fan to hear that maybe she's not the most approachable behind the scenes, the whole, you know, don't look her in the eye, no eye contact thing. So to hear another, you know, another side of it, I'm, I'm happy. So I love that answer. Yeah, no, I think, I think that, um, And I also would say that with 99% of the celebrities out there, a lot of that stuff and those boundaries are actually coming from the people around her um, and around them. So my, in my experience, I think just with celebrity culture, like, you know, there's a reason that these celebs have huge entourages because they are a level of protection for them. Right. And like, you can imagine if you're Jennifer Lopez, the amount of energy vampires there are in the world. You have to go out and you have to be that fabulous and on. Like it's impossible for any human being to be on 24 seven. So I'm sure that to protect her and her window of tolerance, as far as like her energy and, you know, she still has to go home and be a mom at the end of the night. Like her team probably has protocol in place. And sometimes the stars don't even know that those things are being asked for. Um, They're just pre-asked by the team because they think that's what's best for them. So I think sometimes Sometimes like I, I obviously follow you and, and I see the blinds and I think, you know, mm-hmm. we, we do have to give, especially females, I think in Hollywood, a little bit of grace because it is nearly impossible to be like, if a man walked by you and was kind of like, didn't want to look you in the eye, who'd just be like hot and mysterious. But when a woman does it, she's like a bitch. And I feel like people take that the wrong way sometimes. And I, I just, I want everyone to like, give them a, a little bit of slack. Sometimes I think that's a fair assessment, but I've also heard so many stories from private aviation crews about oh. her. And <laughs> in those instances, there's not really, you know, when they're flying private there, I would assume that their entourage is limited. It's not as big if they were going to an award show or a talk show. So yeah. there's been rumors about her in those scenarios as well. But again, let's, you know, it's J-Lo. We'll cut her some slack. Let's just leave it at that. Let's leave it with your positive, your positive review of I J-Lo. Love her. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. I just had to get that in there because I posted so much about it. It would be hypocritical if mm. I just, you know, pretended that, that all those DMs didn't exist. Mm. Um, so I just had to get that out there. And, you know, there's two sides to J-Lo. Let's just leave it at that. We mm. love her. Mm-hmm. She you know, keep doing her thing, girl. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Let's get into a couple updates. The first update is on Britney Spears. Last week, I spoke about how she was being courted to be the face of Versace in an upcoming campaign and how she was invited to the Vanity Fair after party, but Sam was still waiting for his invitation, but of course, you know, he would be able to attend as her plus one. Since that episode came out, someone just, honestly, they hadn't listened to the episode and they sent me this DM and I said, oh my God, listen to the episode because it's very close to what you're saying. So let me just read the DM. It says, everyone is inviting Sam to parties with hopes that Britney will accompany him but that she has been declining all invites, including Vogue's 73 questions. Apparently, she said, not until I'm in my house. 
I don't want to show my prison to the world. Also, Brittany calls Sam her husband because her assistant, quote unquote, married them in Vegas, but it's not real. About Versace, um, this person said somebody was talking to them about a September photo shoot, but the person was upset because she, because the person's already booked and won't be able to attend the photo shoot. So that just simply says that potentially in September there will be a photo shoot for Versace. So the married thing I wanted to just point out because everyone was confused because she was calling him her husband in a recent Instagram post. So they got fake married, I guess. Yeah. I mean, okay. Do you want to know my two cents? Of course. Yes. So I have a new television series called Superfan that I'm working on on CBS. And of course, as a child of the 90s, like Britney Spears was like my number one ask if she would appear. And it's all about like super fans competing to kind of be the number one Britney Spears super fan, if you will. Um, so I had reached out to her team um, that I have a great relationship with. And when um, they, you know, obviously they loved the show and loved it for other clients. But the feedback that I got was that Britney is just really focused on Britney and she's not interested in working right now. So it sounds like I don't know about the Versace thing. I do think it's kind of interesting because if you look at the new Versace collection, it's all of that like, um, uh, oh my God, what's the song? Um, Oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. So if you look at the new Versace ads, it's they're all wearing those tights, like the oops, I did it again, like vinyl tights. It's like the look. Bella Hadid did it in Paris Fashion Week. Anyway, so there is like an interesting like, you know, side by side of that. But from what I got is that she's been working so hard over the past, you know, her whole career that she just like is not interested in working. And, and, you know, you have to imagine that if you leave the house as Britney Spears, that's considered work. Like if you have to put an eyelash on, if you have mm. to take the hair out of the pony, if you have to go anywhere where there's like security, like even going to a party, like the vanity fair party, that would that would be considered a day of work for her. That's not fun times when you're on the beach in Hawaii and no one can get to you. You know, it's like a different kind of thing. So I'm not surprised by that. And I'm not surprised she's saying no. And I actually really like Sam. I interviewed him a couple of years ago and I found him to be incredibly genuine. And I have like a pretty good bullshit meter. Um, and I also think like a lot of people are like, he's just in it for the fame. If he was just in it for the fame, he would be long gone. We all know who he is. Like, it's not like Robert, Re- he's been starring in Steven Spielberg movies because he's with Britney Spears. Like, I don't, I don't really see that it's helped his career in any big way. I think he really loves her. I think he really, really loves her. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for are? sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes. So you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X.
Let me ask you, just playing devil's advocate, what she's gone through over the past 13 years obviously has affected her mental health. How much of it do you think she doesn't want to work or how much do you think maybe she's just not ready in that capacity? Because I have heard and I've said this, that there is a little bit of drama going on behind the scenes of what she's been putting out on her Instagram account. Um, You know, she obviously has some familial issues that she is working through. So I, I thought, you know, just this is just my opinion. You know, if Britney were to do an interview, what what maybe they're nervous of what's going to come out of her mouth at this point, because she's still angry and she's still emotional over the situation. So I wonder how much of it is that she just doesn't want to or she's just not ready. So they're advising her to wait. But like, I, I don't believe there's like a hidden they anymore. Like, I, I don't No, I, I don't think like they who who's they like, I, I, I truly believe that she's getting these offers through her team. And she's saying, I'm not interested in working right now. I'm taking some time off for me. Like, that's the vibe that I got. So I don't know. And so I, I don't know who the they is. I think that they existed in the conservatorship. I I meant they as being her team, her yeah. manager, her lawyer. That's who I meant. They, I didn't mean like the evil they that okay, like right. once ruled over her. I meant like actually yeah. her lawyer who I, her lawyer who I've heard actually is pretty involved in, yeah. you know, her upcoming, all, all the offers that she's been getting. Can you imagine how much money she's getting offered? Oh, it's like for an I Oprah can't. interview, for for People magazine, for I mean, that's the biggest story in the world is her a book. Like if she did a book, if she did a whatever. But like, you know, I think in the time that I've spent around the most famous people in the world, like it's it's such an interesting juxtaposition because everyone wants to be famous until you're Britney Spears famous and then you just want to hide. So I think it's like such an interesting thing. I'm not surprised she's not working. I am not surprised in the least that she isn't starting a new tour or she isn't saying yes to these parties and like going out like this is it sounds to me like and I mean, I don't know her personally. It sounds like this is a woman who wants to like sit at home, make popcorn with her boyfriend, husband, fiance and like be in her sweatpants and dance around to like Dua Lipa songs. I mean, me too. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, totally. I totally know what you mean. And she actually, her house is on the market. So the fact that she would say no to 73 questions, which would be so amazing if she ever did that, um, makes sense. That makes sense. So I guess, you know, TBD, it's all TBD. Everyone's just waiting on the edge of their seat to see what her first move is. So I think it's just a lot of support and excitement. I don't know that there's going to be a move. I was thinking about this today. Like there's a world really? in which you never see a Britney Spears concert. Oh. I know it breaks my heart too. Um, but like, I just, I, I really think she's going to just be a regular human for a while and she's going to Cameron Diaz. She's just like, I'm done. Like, I don't want you to talk about my face and my wrinkles and my body. And like, I don't want to be a plaything for you in Hollywood anymore. Goodbye. And she deserves to be that way. So if she wants to I, live your yeah. life. I mean, I, I would like to hear from her in an interview or whatnot, but um, she she deserves to have all the time in the world for herself. So I- the next quick update, it's very quick, um, is about Timothée Chalamet. Um, so basically, I had hinted, this was a while ago, this was a, months ago, that he was flying a model out to see him in London while he was filming Willy Wonka. And the person who told me this information said I could not say the model's name. Well, today, someone, I guess the, I guess the rumor is spreading because someone else messaged me today and said I was allowed to share it. Heard from a source that Timmy Chalamet and Meredith Mickelson are hooking up. So that's who the model was that I was alluding to in the past. And I just wanted everyone to know, I couldn't say her name before because I was asked not to by my first source. This person 
says it's fine to share. Do you know who Meredith Mickelson is? is. (laughs) She's a model. Okay, I'm gonna Google it. She she's a model. Her brother actually sadly passed away um recently. And she's a model. She's a gorgeous young model. Um, I also want to say I'm sure he's dating a lot of girls, but this was the girl that I was referring to. Yeah, Yeah, I mean he's like a young, sexy movie star, like Right. This doesn't seem like news to me. What's more newsy is like these behind the scenes of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, I just don't know about this movie, guys. <laughs> I just don't Why? Know. I just like, I mean, the first one was so iconic and like it's a remake and like, I don't know. Like, is he going to be silly? Like, is it going to be cool? Is, it, is this like a Johnny Depp thing? Like, I don't know. I mean, live with your model. I'm unsure about this movie choice for you, Timmy. Oh, wow. I think it's going to be real. I can totally see him like killing that role. I know. But like, is that a role that you want someone to kill? Like, I don't know that it's like that cool. I don't know. Anyway, I guess I'm not going to the movies. (laughs) I'm not invited to the premiere. (laughs) Like he's like in Little Women, I was like, I'm here and I'm way too old. But like, I'm here for you. Like, I feel all the things I feel when I watch Brad Pitt and Legend of the Fall. Like you're this is your moment. You know, I just don't know. It's too silly for me, but. Okay, well, you could skip out on that one, but I mean, I mean, did you see Dune? No, I, I didn't either. I tried to watch it. I just it didn't captivate me in the first two minutes, so I was out. I couldn't, okay. I couldn't do it. But I hear it's good. He's really, really lovely. I I had an interview with him when he's doing Little Women, and we went to the um the Little Women house in Pennsylvania or wherever it is. Sorry, someone's gonna be mad at me because it's like they have like the original house, and then um. And she, and he was with like a bunch of the co-stars and like just the, the friendships, the real, like in between takes friendships that he had with people and like the way he treats and respects the women in his cast was just like really beautiful, like really fucking cool. So I'm on, I'm on team him. I'm not sure that I'm on team Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I'm team. That's okay. We, we love to hear a respectful King. He's a respectful yeah. king. We He's love that. He's a respectful that. king. Yeah. He like really was like, he would always like throw the questions to the women, like, and be like, this is a great one for her because like, she's so iconic. And like, it was cool. Well, I'm sure his fans will love to hear that glowing um, review of how yeah. he is during interviews. Okay. And then the last update is just a quick update. There is a Instagram account that everyone is going crazy about. It's called You Are Home. It's followed by Harry Styles. Everyone believes that it has to do with his upcoming album. It's just an Instagram account with the person who sent me the screenshot. It has on the feed just pictures of doorways. Mm. The same doorway with five with different backgrounds four pictures of doorways and the account is called you are home. It's followed by Harry. Somebody sent it to me and they said, have you seen this? I said, yes, he must have something coming. And then they sent me the layout of an arena and said, this is the layout for his tour. And he has sections named hallway, bedroom, kitchen. So I guess the theme of his upcoming tour is something to do with home. Now, we know he recorded a song called Duvet. I don't know. If- <laughs> Your duvet? Face is- okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like a bet, like a like duvet. Like washing the a duvet. Bet. It's laundry day. I can never get the buttons in right. Like that kind of vibe or yeah. like sexual yeah, duvet. Like, I wonder no. what, I wonder which way he'll take it. Like can never get this Wait. thing to iron down properly. Yeah. Wait, Kelty, what's a sexual duvet? I don't know. Like when, if I was a songwriter and I was like writing a song about a duvet, you're super annoying to get on and off cover duvet cover. <laughs> like you're always a little bit wrinkly. Your buttons never match up. But like if you're Harry Styles and you write a duvet song, it's probably like a sexual thing. Like I want to roll <laughs> around with you in the watermelon sugar of my duvet. Right. I mean, I never thought about it like that, but okay. Yeah, I guess. Now, have you met Harry? 
Yes, I've actually been kissed by Harry Styles twice. Sorry for everyone else out there. Um, yeah, I was an early adopter of One Direction. And then there was an era where One Direction did a ton of press, where they were doing albums and movies. And I saw them all the time. Um, and and Harry and I had a thing. I might, you know what, I'll send you the, uh, I'll send you the video if you want to just put it in your blinds. It won't be so blind, but... Uh, yeah, I, I really got a kiss on the cheek at the American Music Awards from him. And they are, they're all so lovely. And I think Harry is so, so talented. Um, and I like his dance moves and I like a high-waisted pant and I, I like his hair. I mean, I like a lot of things. About him. <laughs> How was that kiss? How was that kiss on the cheek? It was cute. I mean, it was, I want to just like, I get a lot of hate for a lot of things I've done on the red carpets over the years. And, and it was a different time. Let me just say that it was a different time. It was a time when you were asking, you were saying, Oh my God, you look so sexy. Like I, I mean, I don't interview people as my profession anymore. So, but like, there was a time when everything was like really fun and really like low key. And I say, I would say like everyone's offensive meter was like, low. Um, so a lot of like the shtick that we did back in the day, like you couldn't early one direction, you couldn't really do anymore. I would never like walk up to someone and be like, you look so sexy. Like that would probably mm. get canceled, you know? Yeah. And I wouldn't probably... like, ask Harry Styles for a kiss on the cheek at the AMAs. Cause I'm old. Like that would have like probably not gone over well, but at the time it was like real cute. Oh, you asked for the kiss. Yeah. I asked for the kiss. Cause I, I was like, you're my favorite. Oh, I love that. Really I sweet. love, I you got to ask for what you want in life. I mean, that's my go-to motto, but they were all really nice. You know, they, they were all like, I mean, there's always a couple of them. I can't remember, but like the ones that are memorable were so nice. I love that. Yeah. I only get, I only get really, really positive feedback about Harry. Um, he's actually, there was like a time when anytime I was interviewed at all the interviewers wanted to know who were the nicest and who were the you know not yeah. so nicest celebrities and he was always someone that um I named as one of the nicest because I never I've never heard a bad thing about him yeah I think it's an interesting thing because they were so massive one direction and have all gone on to like their own levels of fame in their own worlds um but I think it's a testament to the team they had around them at the time um, of One Direction that their managers and their publicists and their label people were just like some of the best in the business and very grounding for them. And so I think that's why you didn't see them like go off their rockers in the way that other bands have before and groups. That's good to know because that's so important yeah. right there. Yeah, it's easy to get it's easy to get distracted. <laughs> it is. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic it sure is and get this spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses but also offers an optional preventative care benefit it can help with the cost of routine wellness vaccines and more is it pricey probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill and you know what that's like it's not pretty just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Okay, well, let's get into the topics of the week. The first topic is something I received so many DMs about. So the, the just so you know, Kelsey, like how I picked the topics is what I get the most DMs about okay. of that I've posted from the week. So this is just something that 
you know, I actually would like your opinion on this. So it's uh, something that I don't know why it just caused so much feedback. There was a post, it was actually an email and it was in reference to, again, my podcast last week about a blind item about Army Hammer hooking up with somebody from the cast of Euphoria. Okay. It was, it wasn't my blind item. So I don't know. I don't know the background. I just know that there's a blind item and we were trying to figure out who it would be or if it's BS. Well, somebody sent an email about the blind item and in the email, they used the term Nepo baby. Do you know what that is? Nepotism baby. So that's the spawn of someone famous. Right. So they said, you know, they were trying to like figure it out and they said, well, you know, the only Nepo babies on Euphoria are Alexa, Demi, and I, I, I guess they said Maud, you know, maybe Maud Apatow. And everyone was messaging me like, how is Alexa Demi a Nepo baby? And I said, I think the person made a mistake because she's not. Well, I found out. Do you watch Euphoria, first of all? No, I'm like the worst at this. So I'm, I'm here okay. for you. I'm, I'm your support system okay. right now. Okay. Okay. So I okay. found out that Alexa Demi's father is Scott Wilson Vanerstrom. And he was the stepson. Okay. Not biological. He was the stepson of Dennis Wilson, who was one of the founding members of the Beach Boys. And he was adopted by Dennis through his marriage to Scott's mother, Carol. But they divorced in 1968. And Dennis Wilson later died in 1983. So everyone was using Dennis Wilson as the reason why Alexa Demi is a Nepo baby. And I said... I don't think that makes her a Nepo baby. Now, just also to let you know, Scott Wilson Van Vannerstrom is also an actor. It was kind of like a debate in my DMs with everyone who right. was, you know, kind of saying like her. First of all, it's so funny. It's telephone. So I got so many right. messages like, oh, her grandfather's the founder of the Beach Boys or her uncle's the founder of the Beach right, Boys. Right, like right. her father is the founder of the Beach Boys. Well, just so you guys know, her step grandfather, who I don't think she's ever really met, mm -hmm. is Dennis Wilson. So I said to my audience, you know, someone like who is a true Nepo baby. It's like Gwyneth Paltrow, Maude Apatow, Dakota Johnson, Kate Hudson, Scott Eastwood. Like these are the people who, you yeah. know, the list, the list goes on and on. Liza Minnelli right. um, is like the OG uh, you know, the list goes on and on. But what is your opinion? I just want to settle this once and for all because I received so many DMs. Mm -hmm. Is Alexa Demi a Nepo baby? Uh, the case that you presented in front of me today, I do not believe that she is. However, sometimes it has to do with like the school you go to. Um, so it's like if if grandpa or whatever was the original beach boy and they had that beach boy early recording money, then the, the, did they invest that in ketchup? And then they had like ketchup money and then they invested that in Tesla. And then she went to Hollywood high. And so like, then she would be a Nepo baby, I guess by like association, but it seems like it's a very, far stretch for this one. I think if your mom or dad can't take you on the red carpet at nine years old um, to the premiere of their hot rom-com, then it really doesn't count. Yes. I love that. I love that benchmark. I totally agree with that. You know, and also I don't know why people want her to be a Nepo baby so bad. Like give her Give her credit for, you because know, it's cool. It's like no one is making it in Hollywood unless you have favorite famous parents in any area. So like, yeah, if I mean, it might have been her that put the blind in to try, try to get in that <laughs> this weekly, like our favorite Nepo babies of the week, like article, you know, like, I don't know. It doesn't. I, my, my dad's a mechanic and like, it is not helping my career. I'll tell you right now. Like, I wish I was someone's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so so you think maybe Alexa Demi like see I think it shows that you know it's harder to not to come up in the business without having any connections so you know good for her for being a hustler and making it 
you know, on our own. So I don't know why, you know, when everyone kept referring to TikTok, they said on TikTok, they call her a Nepo baby. And I, I think, you know, not that there's anything wrong. Like, I agree. I do. Th- I think it's cool, too. Like, I wish I was a Nepo baby. Like, if so- if a genie gave me three wishes, I think that might be one of them. Chris Jenner would be my mother. Yeah. A hundred percent. Trillion million percent. Like, yes. Right. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just don't know why this caused like it caused such like a polarizing reaction with yeah. everyone. It was so crazy. People are very um, polarized by like the privilege of a Nepo baby. I can, I can see it because we're all the have nots, right? Like the people who are watching you and listening to you and, and subscribe to you, they're the have nots like uh, Maude Apatow. Well, actually, no, that's not true. A lot of, you have a lot of celebrity fans, so maybe I'm wrong on this, but anyway, I think a lot of the complainers in the world were like the people that are like, mm, nothing ever happened for me. I had to pay for my own headshots. They weren't taken by this photographer when I was 11. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, I do. So, okay. We are saying that let's just like put, put a rest to this once and for all. She's She's not not a Nepo baby. Okay. Even though her, her father is like, I would say maybe like a D list actor CD. Like you've never heard of him. I Googled him. You cannot even begin to put a pin in this until you figure out where she went to high school. Cause that's really all that's going to matter. If she went to Hollywood high or she went to school somewhere with other famous kids because her dad was like on a Disney Nickelodeon series, like then possibly there's some Nepo baby in there. Okay. But that's a good point. We need more information. We need to know where she went to school, where she went to college, like who she hangs out with, like is Willow Smith, her best friend. And they met in Girl Scouts. Like that could <laughs> put her into Nepo baby. Okay. Okay. I do actually, people have sent me her yearbook picture because her age was also a, you know, a everyone point of contention. Age, right. Everyone lies about their age. Thank you for saying that. Um, you know, she, you know, she shaved a good seven years off and God oh, wow. bless her. She looks yeah. it. Yeah. I just did an article with LA Meg on, on the podcast on lady gang and they said I was 38. And I didn't correct them. I saw it. They asked me and I saw it. And I know that I'm 40 and I didn't even <laughs> correct it. I just let them uh, put it in print. Well, I think you, I thought you were going to say you're younger than 38. Oh my God. I love you so much. Blind item. <laughs> I'm 21. <I've- laughs> Shave 20 years off. Um, okay. Well, moving on from Alexa Demi, who we love, but is not a Nepo baby. And, uh, you know, I think some of my followers actually went to high school with her. So I will find out where she went to high school or it's probably easy, easily Googleable. But um, let's move on to a blind item that also caused a lot of stir in the DMs. Let me just read you the blind item. It says this comedian actor who was recently married to someone very high profile and famous hooked up with someone I know recently. The girl he hooked up with is in her 20s. No one famous. I wrote this blind item myself. I wrote it based off of a DM I received. And um, the, the DM said basically exactly what I wrote. The girl he hooked up with is no one famous. I said to the person, are you serious? But let me just say that after I posted this, I received so many messages mm-hmm. and it was about this actor comedian. So mm-hmm. I don't know if the internet is playing a practical joke on me, mm-hmm. but there is chatter out there that this comedian is cheating on his wife. Um, so somebody said, I heard somebody in response to the, to the blind item said, I heard this too from a friend of the girl then she names who the blind item is about, mm-hmm. but apparently they're in an open relationship. Mm. And I said open, and the person said allegedly. Mm-mm. The girl said he brought her home from an after party in his car, and they made out in her apartment. Then he blocked her right after, then unblocked her a day later and said he wanted to have sex with her. When was this? I say last weekend and by the way the person who sent me this dm that i'm reading knew who the blind item was about like she named the couple in her response i didn't tell her who it was now i told kelty who it was so she wasn't in the dark i'm scared of this actress so i'm scared to ever reveal it but 
a lot of people did guess who it was, but I, I don't, I will not reveal who it is. I'm too scared. She scares me. I've been warned about her from the beginning when I started my account. I've been warned about her team. So I just like this whole thing really upsets me. And it's, it's, it's very traumatizing for me personally, because in my twenties, uh, long before the internet existed in a big way, I, I had a, a D list celebrity boyfriend who also went around telling people he was in an open relationship. And I was not privy to that information. I had no idea we were in an open relationship. And I feel like there's a couple things that stick out here. I feel like this is the percentage of people who live their lives in an open relationship. You do you, I'm not judging. I think is much smaller than we think. Um, and so I feel like this thing gets thrown around where people are like, oh, they're in an open relationship. No, I, I don't think that happens as much as you think. I think it maybe is an excuse that men say or long distance couples say when they just want to get laid. The second thing that is just like the bummer of bummers about this story is that like, I get so bummed out. Like I realize, like I'm a Hollywood four and that my husband is out doing his job and like he might sit on an airplane and check out a girl that smells like really Santali and like, you know, maybe I don't, one day he might cheat. I don't, I don't know what's happening, but like I'm a Hollywood four. So it's like, if he has the chance, like maybe you want to get someone with a really great boob job and feel those boobies. Like, I don't know. But like my whole thing is like with these guys and these amazing women that are so beautiful and successful successful. Like, it's like, God, if that's not enough for you, then like, I hate all the men. Like, I just, mm -hmm. I want there to be a point where it's like, it's enough. It's enough to have like one of people's, I don't even know if this person has been one, but like one of people's most beautiful, like you're not getting anyone hotter. So like, what is it? Like, is it an ego? Like, I don't know why, why people do this to each other. And it really bugs me. And I feel like the access is so big in Hollywood. And it's like, just every time I hear about one of these women, it just really bums me out. Well, I will say looks aren't everything. And yes, this actress is top tier gorgeous. Yeah. Like you don't get any more beautiful than this actress and more successful. But, you know, who knows what goes on behind closed doors? You know, um, I can't imagine being you think people make stuff up though like to be honest like how much do you think is real and how much do you think is just a, a game of telephone like you said earlier I read you ex the dms exactly as I received them so what do you think and you know who it's about I know you don't want to believe it which is why you're has right. you're you're yeah. resisting because yeah. I didn't want to either but this is where you have to use your intuition you know like yeah. the person who knew who it was about without even me telling them. I mean, this could be about a handful of couples and, and they guessed it. I guess my point is, don't you think with the internet and screenshots and like your account, exactly what you do and how there's like people in every restaurant and every bar, like now kind of watching you if you go out and you're a super famous person. Like, I mean, that's shitty in some ways to live your life as a celebrity. I guess that's the pass off, but like, don't you think people would be more careful than like sending a message of like, I want to have sex with you. Like that to me just seems like the wrong way to go about this too. So that's why I'm having doubts because I'm just think like, I can't imagine that people are that fucking dumb, but I guess they are. They are. Well, men are stupid. That's number yeah. one. Number right. two, this, this person, this celebrity, this male celebrity has been known to slide in the DMS. So right. to hear that there is DM, Right. conversations going on was not surprising to me. You know, if I received this message about, let's say, Leonardo DiCaprio, I'd be like, come on, he's not DMing, you know, yeah, girls on Instagram. Sure. Um, but like, but you're an idiot if you are. <laughs> I know. I mean, I listen, well, the... The, bo the bottom line is with stuff like this, and I, I tell, I say this all the time, we'll never get a confirmation. You know, we'll never know the truth. Yeah. It's a rumor. Yeah. You know, if it's true and if, you know, sometimes I think to myself, I hope that she hears about this rumor. You know, like, I hope that if she doesn't know, maybe if the rumor is around enough spreads enough, you know, she gets an inkling of what's going on because how hurtful is, is to have that to happen to you behind your back and not have, it's, it's awful. It's actually like, 
it, 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 when it happened to me and like, obviously I'm not like an A-list couple, but like when it happened to me, I felt like my whole life that I had lived had been like a big lie, like everything, because it's like, you have to peel away the layers and you're like, wait, all these friends I thought were my friends had known about this. All these people were covering, like, it's like this can of worms that you can never get to the bottom of and so incredibly hurtful. So like, you kind of want to tell the person, but also you don't want to tell the person. And then also I think like in our hearts of hearts, women, our intuition is so real. And I do feel like if you're a woman and this is happening to you, you're probably feeling it in your gut and you're just trying to ignore it or, or you're having a come to Jesus moment, you know? So, so I can't get a grasp on where you land on this. You're, are you thinking that it, I'm trying to avoid the conversation at all costs because I don't want it to be true. <laughs> okay, then, okay, then let's move on. I do not want this to be true. In my okay. mind, it is not true. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. And let's move on to another cheating, another cheating DM I received right. about a married reality couple. Mm. Uh, someone sent me um, this one. This to me was for some reason more upsetting than the A-list couple. Um, because we care more about, rea- because we expect, I guess. I care so much more about reality stars than I do about real stars. I mean, okay. I know, like I'm so much more invested in the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City than I am in like movie stars that are going to the Oscars this year. Don't care. Okay. Yeah. Well, this married reality couple, the husband was out last weekend cheating on the wife. Um, my response was, what? Come on, seriously. And the person said, yes, I don't have pictures, but a lot of people were taking photos. So I'm sure you'll get some. I have not received any and I don't want to receive any. Mm-hmm. Um, so please don't send me any because, you know, situations like this, like, yeah, I run a gossip page, but they do bum me out. Like what you're saying, you know, it's like, it's a bummer. I don't want bad things to happen to celebrities you know they're people too so I just don't send me pictures but this is a bummer and it's a it's a young reality show married couple who I also told you it was about but you said you didn't watch the show so maybe you don't feel as strongly about it I don't feel as strongly about this but I have a question about this too like what constitutes not to get all Judge Judy on us, but like what constitutes a cheating? Like if there were so many people around that could take a photo, like was there penetration like at the bar banquet seating? Like what, like cheating can look like cheating and it's not cheating, right? So it's like, this one seems fishy to me because it's like if they were out at a bar and he's like whispering in some girl's ear and like getting close to them, People can assume that that's something, but that's like actually just trying to hear each other in a bar. Like, is the dick out? Like, is she kissing him? Like, I need more details. Okay, I I agree. It could just be flirting. It could be close talking. Again, I don't know. You know, I think all couples couples are different so you have to decide if in your relationship that's appropriate you know for you some people would consider that to be borderline cheating some wouldn't but I think that's a case-by-case basis but yes I didn't ask because again like I just said to you like I I didn't want to know like I don't want to know this about this person um 
uh, again, you know, they're young, they're married. It's, I just, I didn't want to know, but it's, you know, again, like I hope if it's, I don't hope it's true, but I, if it is true, I, I hope she finds out because being kept in the dark is almost worse than having it happen. Well, an interesting point to bring up. So we just finished uh, over at Lady Gang, we just finished this year long investigation because we're doing a new book called Lady Secrets. And I think I had DM'd you about this at some point. Um, and, and, and one of the secrets that so many girls called in with was that when they go out for like business or they're on an airplane and they're solo, like these are long-term married people. Um, they like take their wedding ring off or they sit at a bar and pretend they're single just to see what will happen. Like they don't go home with them. They don't kiss them. Like nothing Mm -hmm. happens, but they definitely flirt. And it's just because like they've been with the same person for such a long time and they're bored and they want to feel sexy again. Or I don't know, like there's a bunch of different reasons, but like, I do think that happens more and I don't consider that cheating. And I guess that's my line in the sand. Not that I do it all the time. Sorry to my husband, but like, there's like this ego animalistic thing where like, if you're sitting on the plane and you're the guy next to you is hot, like you kind of want to be like, how are you? You know, like, I don't know. So (laughs) I don't know if this person is out and they're at the club and someone's talking them up and like, maybe doesn't know who they are. Like they're having, like, they might've been flirting, you know, but is flirting cheating. Like every relationship has their own thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, and sometimes if you're in show business, the like flirting and blah, blah, blah bullshit is like how you get your next gig. So I don't know. It's really hard for me to say anything. I don't think he was trying to get a gig, but you know, (laughs) but let's hope that there wasn't any, you know, swapped saliva or dicks out, as you said. Right. But it's like some people, some women feel like if you're, man even or you know other woman like whatever kind of couple you are like looks at someone else or uh approaches someone else like that that's a uh a, a, you know a breaking of your vow if you will so you know everyone has their own kind of rules too right well on the other end of the spectrum i have some i have some good news i received a dm that a former bridgerton star had a surprise wedding. It was super small, only two guests and witnesses. Was it the hot guy that only did one season? Yeah. uh, Roger Jean Page. He already is married? I don't know how reliable this is. I like, again, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It came from someone who I've never spoken to before. It just (gasps) someone said, can I tell you a secret about our favorite former Bridgerton star? And obviously I was said, yes. And he, and they wrote surprise wedding. And then they said one of the witnesses and guests was someone from the show, but they were using emojis. So I don't think I got the name. I'd have to go back and see this who the other guest sounds was. sounds like they had some skinny girl margaritas and then decided to make <laughs> up some gossip and get noticed by you. I feel like it could be true. I think the guy from Bridgerton is so excited about being famous. There's no way he would waste his wedding on a secret wedding. That's a People Magazine exclusive for sure. Okay, that's a good point. I mean, like when we'll you're see. We'll newly see. famous, you're not having you're, a secret wedding. Secret wedding right. is when you don't want people to be in your backyard. These people are brand new fame, new money. Mm, you're given the exclusive. But he also is very private about his personal life. He's not out there. It took a while for the paparazzi to catch him with with his girlfriend. He wasn't out there right away prancing around with her. People didn't know who she was. It was like, who's this mystery girl? So I guess, you know, we'll see if there's an announcement. The other announcement I have is that Sarah Shahi, uh, Shahi, is that her last name? And Adam Demos are engaged from Sex Life. Um, Happy for her. The last thing I just want to touch on quickly, I wanted to get your opinion, is why do you think Rachel Ziegler was not invited to the Oscars? Well, I have a question. Is Ansel going to the Oscars? That I don't know. Like, is it just I would assume yes. Right. I would assume, yeah. He, you know, he has a famous fault. Nepotism. He's a Nepo baby, yeah. He wants, he wants, he, I once interviewed Ansel and it was during the Divergent series, which was many years ago, but I said something to him and he said, but you wouldn't get it. And I said, why? And he was like, well, you know. And then I was like, are you saying I'm old? (laughs) And he was, he nodded. <laughs> yeah. So Ansel mm, or his DJ name, Slow Mo or whatever it is. Um, 
you know, I, I think award season is kind of a bust because they can only have so many people in the room. I was actually talking about this in bed with my husband last night. I was like, poor girl, this was her moment. He's like, yeah, but she's not nominated for solo award. I was like, none of my Emmys are solo Emmys either. And I wanted to get dressed up and be there for my group show Emmy. Like it's a big fucking deal because you work so hard and, you know, she could have worn like a designer dress and had a real fashion moment. And she was lovely in that movie, even though I will say justice for Tick Tick Boom, thought it was way better. But like, I'm, I'm bad. I feel bad for her. They blamed it on a COVID. But then I also heard, I think on your site that it was because she's like the new Disney princess and they don't want her to get COVID because she's like in production right now. So there's a big thing. If she goes to this big party, she's probably going to get sick. And then no, I didn't say that. That's what the another rumor that's oh, going around. Okay. The, this is what I heard, and I haven't posted about it. I heard that allegedly the Academy didn't realize who she was and didn't pay any attention to anyone from the film unless they snagged a nomination. I mean, I don't think that's the way it works, though, people. Like that's that's not I, I mean, this is from a this is from a tier one source. They said the worst part is it's such a huge error that they're having to double down and maintain it was simply a procedural issue and not the obvious ignorant BS it was. The Academy hates to admit mistakes. I just okay, my and and I'm a tier level H source, but I feel <laughs> like I feel like the way it works with these things is like the publicity team for the movie, whoever made that movie, um, Sony or whoever made it, they put forth their list. So you have to like, it's, it's the same thing as the Grammys. Like, um, it's like, if you want to be nominated in that category, you have to like pay, I don't know if they, you have to pay, but like for the Emmys, I know like when they put it entertainment tonight, they put in entertainment tonight in all the categories that you could be nominated in. And then they have a list of like the 20 people that are involved in that production that would get uh, to share in that credit if they won. So it, it doesn't not make sense what they're saying that like they could just decide that they didn't know someone well enough to be a part of it because it it's really up to each film studio and each production to put those people up for those awards and get them in contention. So it may go back to the studio where they were like, oh, we really feel like the Anita girl is like such a standout. We're going to push so hard for her to get the award and we're not going to like invest in Rachel maybe. But it, it doesn't like I don't think the Academy controls who gets those best picture seats. Like I think you get nominated for best picture and you get 15 seats who you want to give those seats to comes down to the studio and the production in my humble opinion, that has no idea how it works, but that's how it works at other award shows. So well, did what did the, did her film get nominated? I don't even know. Yeah. So West Side Story is nominated for Best Picture. And so normally when these shows, it's the same at every award show, the Emmys, the SAG Awards, like that's why the cast of Glee, they all have Screen Actors Guild Awards, but they didn't actually, Jenna Ushkowitz didn't win Best Supporting Actress SAG Award, but she won, they won Best show you right, know? right. So they all get an award so usually when your big movie is nominated like and your part even if you don't get a, a solo nomination for best actress like you would still go as as represented from right the of the film and you know maybe this is a COVID thing maybe they limited yeah. the right. amount of people that they were That's inviting they but, right so th this they did say in the dm they that the academy was focused on the nominees and their plus ones and because she wasn't a nominee now i take that as a single nominee she was overlooked right. not a right. cast nominee so i think that that's more likely what happened i don't think it has anything to do with disney and snow white and i agree i think it's probably that West Side Story, to be honest, I, I would, I don't think they're, you know, a huge, like, uh, they have nominations, but they're not like the, you know, Shape of Water was the year it won or whatever. So they probably have 10 seats and they're like, okay, we need Spielberg there with his plus one. We need, you know, the girl that is actually nominated. You know what I mean? So they're like figuring yes. out how they're going to spend their eight seats. And so, you know, yes. I, it's a really but disappointing for her. My heart breaks is. for her because this is like Same. the kind of role that you just like die for and you never, you know, it's like, it's so hard to get to the Oscars on anything, on any ballot. So I agree. I, and it I can feel make bad or break for a career. You. you wear that dress, that pink Prada with the sparkly, with the pointy <sighs> nipples and Hathaway and no one ever forgets it. Like it's, it's career making fashion.
Well, hopefully, you know, that now that she's spoken out about it, which, you know, good for her for saying something, maybe they will course correct and she'll have her moment. Um, But I just wanted to get your opinion on that. So we are out of time. I mean, I could talk to you for hours and I just want to say I don't think you're annoying. So whoever wrote that blind item, I don't know. I don't know who who you rubbed the wrong way. A lot of people. You know what it is? It's because I'm not afraid of telling everyone that I want to be successful and I'm and I expose the game as it's played. So I'll be like, I'm going to this red carpet and I'm going to wear the exact same dress that Zendaya wore three weeks ago so that I can get into who wore it better. Like I expose the games people play and people find that very thirsty and annoying. But I'm just trying to let all those other bitches know how to play the game. So you're welcome. And I'm actually giving a service. Yes. And you're honest about it. So how could people be mad about you being honest about it is what I say. It's not like you're trying to hide it. I know. I mean, I am disappointed that we did this entire podcast and you hid your face. So I still have no idea who you are. My efforts <laughs> will continue, but it was lovely meeting you ish over voice call. <laughs> I, I see you trying to like look through the bla- black screen. Like you're really looking very hard. Through I mean, the your black producer screen. <laughs> even calls you like a secret name. I mean, this is like top, you're top tier, top tier mystery. Do you know how many people want to know who you are? I just love it. I think it's fascinating. I think it's really fascinating and I'm sure very overwhelming. It, it no it's not overwhelming because it my name like literally means nothing I'm not I mean you're talking to me right now I'm not a secret celebrity I'm not you know I'm not know, anyone if your, name, if your name is like Sarah in real life it's gonna be such a bummer <laughs> I mean I don't know like what people think it is like I don't like, I, I hope you're like Anastasia or something like, I mean do I, I sound like my name is Anastasia Kelsey <laughs> come on like I, I hope I hope you're not like Beth <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no shade to the Beths and the Sarahs of the world. You have great names, but like, you know, like, I hope you have, you're something exciting back there. Anyway. Well, tell everyone where they could find you. Please, please, please. Okay. So uh, I have a podcast lady gang. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And um, I have a new, this is what I really wanted to tell everyone. So I have a new show called super fans coming out on CBS and we're looking for the super fans of six artists, Pitbull, Shania Twain, Kelsey Ballerini, little big town. Uh, I'm forgetting some glory Estefan, LL cool J. So if you are a fan of any of those, please go to superfancasting.com. We have about two more weeks to cast the fans and we're already, Oh my God, they're so good. But anyway, you're going to get to compete and show that you're the number one fan in the world and get like crazy prizes. And the star is going to be there. So you're going to like be with Shania. I think I posted um, yes. a flyer for Pitbull. this casting. So yeah. So you guys, if you're interested in this, um, if you didn't yeah. catch all that information, there is in my highlights in one of my most recent highlights, there is a slide. Uh, just look for Pitbull because yeah. he's like the face of it yeah. uh, and it has all the information. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure. I hope we get to do this again. For sure. So we could talk, talk longer. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, I can't wait. Bye. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.